Ah, the boycott has begun. Are you supporting Nike or our troops? Here's a hint. One had a subpar football career, and the other brings freedom to millions of people. Good afternoon, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Nick Drago. This week on the show, we get into all the NFL action from this weekend. We talk about Serena's meltdown at the U.S. Open and part two of our discussion on the catch-up rule for baseball. And, of course, we have the young gun Jamie Grum, special guesting tonight, to tell us more. Hope you have a nice pack handy because this episode is going to be hot. Sports, sports, sports starts now. Welcome, welcome to another exciting episode of Sports, Sports, Sports with myself, Nick Drago. For those of you not familiar with the show, we're a weekly podcast looking to give you the scoop on all the top stories and games from the last week while looking ahead to the next. And we try to skip all the in-between BS like some of those other big news sources. You can find us on YouTube, SoundCloud, Twitter, and Facebook. Just type in that search bar, Sports, Sports, Sports with Nick Drago and subscribe. All right, enough about me. Tell me about you. How was your weekend? Probably better now that the NFL is back in action. Let's take a look at the games from uh, from Sunday today. Well, except for the Eagles and Falcons, that was on uh, that one was on Thursday. So Eagles, they gave the Falcons the old Philly special, winning eighteen to twelve. Falcons offense still struggled to figure out the Eagles. Both Matt Ryan and Nick Foles, they looked pretty bad in this one. Kirk Cousins, he threw two touchdowns in his Vikings debut uh, to give Minnesota the 24-16 victory. Titans and Dolphins with the Finns getting a victory there. Uh, Patriots and Texans with New England winning 27-20 thanks to three Tom Brady touchdown. It also is reported that Josh McDaniels is being paid an absurd amount of money to stay the offensive coordinator in New England. Perhaps he's insurance for Belichick's eventual departure, or he just keeps Tom Brady happy. Uh, Giants, they looked dreadful against the Jaguars. Unless you were watching Saquon Barkley's 68-yard run, nothing to see here. Jags win 20-15. Andrew Luck appeared to be back in form versus the Bengals until since he scored 17 unanswered points in the second half to win the game 34-23. Oh, and by the way, Luck admitted that his accident... I'm sorry, his mysterious shoulder injury was partially due to a snowboarding accident, so I doubt he'll be hitting the slopes anytime soon. Ryan Fitzpatrick, he became Superman uh, for the Buccaneers, uh, throwing over 400 yards as they beat the Saints of all teams, 48-40. to 40. Um, <clears throat> Oh, the Ravens. They embarrassed the Bills. They scored 40 unanswered points and forced the Bills to play the untested and unready Josh Allen. Buffalo loses 27-3. Oh my gosh, the Cleveland Browns, they've officially beaten their record from last season by tying the Pittsburgh Steelers 21-21. Yeah, it's not a win. You know, they had two late touchdowns and intense overtime, and they still couldn't get the W. Chargers and Chiefs with OKC on OKC. Get rid of the out. Just KC. Chargers and Chiefs with KC winning 38-28 for TDs for Pat Mahomes. Redskins showed up against the Cardinals, outscoring them 24-6. Adrian Peterson, congratulations. He scored his 100th career rushing touchdown and hit his 12,312th rushing yard. That surpasses Joe Brown for 10th all-time on the rushing list. Panthers, they get a 16-8 victory over the Cowboys. Randy Gregory in his first 
uh, in his first game since his season-long suspension last year, he had to be taken off the field after a concussion. Broncos beat the Seahawks 27-14. 20, I'm sorry. Broncos beat the Seahawks 27-24. Case Keenum may have thrown three picks, but his three touchdowns and 329 passing yards show he has not missed a step from last year. Packers uh, and Bears, they had a late game tonight, so I don't have the scores for you right now. Check your uh, apps, phones, whatever's uh, in the morning. Lions and Jets, that's on Monday, J-E-T-S. I'm wearing my shirt today. There's the logo. They're right there. <laughs> um, uh, Lions, though, are expected to win that one. Rams and Raiders, the R teams. Uh, Rams are most likely going to win that game as well. So we got two Monday night games. Look forward to that. Earlier this week, Nike released an ad featuring the most polarizing person in professional sports, Colin Kaepernick. Fans are quick to remember Colin as the Kickstarter for the NFL players' protest during the national anthem, something which has been a problem for the sport for the last two years. Now, one side of the coin sees the ad as a peaceful protest against police brutality, um against African Americans, which granted is a good cause, but others believe that protesting during the national anthem is disrespectful to our troops who fought and died to protect that flag. Now, many are boycotting Nike products um, or lighting them on fire, but realistically, this is not <clears throat> this is not alienating the social groups that Nike wants buying their products anyway. At the end of the day, the corporation always wins. They're not just going to do something like that knowing they're going to lose money. Out of my own curiosity, though, I asked our friends which side of the coin they landed on, and wow, we have a lot of Nike haters that listen to the show. When asked who they were supporting, these are the answers we received. Vicky Townsend said, military, 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 enough said. Lori Drago, yes, my own mother, said, uh, quote, no Nike products for me. End quote. Her sentiment was agreed upon by Marianne Reverberry. And according to our superfan Mary Kay Albert, while everyone has the right to express their opinion, couldn't Kaepernick have done it in a better way? He could have used his platform to make change, to kneel during the national anthem is disrespectful to those that serve or have served, and definitely disrespectful for those who have made the ultimate sacrifice. That word sacrifice, of course, uh, <clears throat> having to do with uh, the quote placed on his ads uh, stating... I don't remember the exact quote off the top of my head, but essentially implying that uh, Kaepernick did make the ultimate sacrifice. Lastly, and this is one of my favorites, Johanna Albert, the content editor for our show, stated that she isn't ready to throw out the Nike she's already paid for, but certainly isn't going to be buying more at this point. Another blow to the Steelers this week. It looks like Le'Veon Bell will continue his holdout. Steelers didn't want to pay the man, and he doesn't want to play for them. On multiple occasions, it appeared that Bell was going to return to the field this week, but no, he decided to stay home. Now, on one hand, he's at least avoiding potential injury, but on the other, he missed a week of work, and that's worth over $800,000. Steelers could, should see that, though, right? He's so stubborn about this, he's willing to lose almost a million bucks a week to not play for them. Because he's tagged, a trade really wouldn't work, and who wants a player who's only got one year left on their deal? Steelers are putting their eggs in the basket of 23-year-old James Conner, who wound up with 131 yards and two touchdowns this week. So, maybe Pittsburgh doesn't need Le'Veon Bell after all. Alright, break time. Still to come, we put together some of the greatest minds of the 21st century to help us save baseball. That, of course, being the young gun Jamie Grum, who's here to talk about the catch-up rules. Stay with us. Sports Sports, sports, we're going to be back in a flash. Mission, great awareness, tremendous God-given ability. Hey, how's your summer going? A little slow at work? Hey, I get it. Times are tough. Maybe what your business needs is a 
good kick butt advertisement. Guess what? I can provide that for you for free. Yeah, you're hearing that right. The Sports 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 Podcast with Nick Drago is looking for folks that want their message on the air. And guess what? It's not going to cost you a dime. Want to know more? Simple. Just email us. Sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. All right, I know you want to get back to the show. So that's all I have to say for now. Take it away, Nick. for a hot set. We're approaching the postseason fast, which is weird because I feel like baseball just started. Crazy to think about all the fun that went on this year. Looking at this week, though, Indians and Blue Jays in an even series, each winning two games. Toronto's Randall Grychuk, he learned what WWE wrestlers have known for years. Metal chairs hurt! He was injured on a face-first collision with a security guard's chair. Mets get two wins over the Phillies, not... Uh, not to worry, anyone who saw Noah Syndergaard get hit in the ribs, his x-rays were negative. He's going to be just fine. Tigers got the best of St. Louis in 2-3. of three. Saturday's game was uh, lost on a wild pitch. Uh, Rays sweep Baltimore in a rivalry matchup. Tampa has now won 11 straight home games. Cubs and Nationals with two postponed games this weekend. Washington won the two that they did end up playing. Marlins and Pirates also had uh, Sunday's game postponed. Pittsburgh, though, they won two in that series. Angels, they swept the White Sox. Andrew Heaney had uh, seven shutout innings on Saturday. It was also reported that the team is going to be offering Mike Trout a contract extension this winter. And trust me, the guy's going to get paid. Twins, they get two wins over the Royals. Milwaukee, they sweep the Giants in three close games. Uh, Jeremy Jeffress, he becomes the third Brewers reliever to have double-digit saves this season. Dodgers, they take two from the Rockies. Both are neck and neck in the pennant race. Uh, Athletics, they continue steamroll. The opposition sweeping the Rangers. Sean Kelly, he'll be day-to-day after cutting himself, doing a very dangerous home task. Dishwashing. So... You watch it when you got all that soap in there. You can't see where you're touching things. Better watch out, Sean Kelly. Those knives, they'll come for you. Yankees win 2-3 or three versus the Mariners. The addition of Andrew McCutcheon certainly paying off. He had two home runs this weekend. Braves with a huge ninth inning to beat the Diamondbacks tonight. They beat them three times total this weekend. Astros and Red Sox with a late one tonight. Houston won both of the first two games. Here's the playoff picture. We're just a few weeks away from the postseason, right? AL East, the Red Sox, they're up Eight games. In the West, Astros, they're up three over the A's. Uh, Indians, they have a winning record um, and are basically on their way to wrapping up the division shortly. Everybody else, I think the next highest team is the Twins, and they're not even close. They have a losing record. Wild cards, Yankees, and A's. Although those two are pretty close, too. Yankees haven't been looking too hot. The A's are just crushing everybody right now. Moving on to the NL. Braves have the NL East. The Cubs are two games over the Brewers in the NL Central. And in the West, Rockies Half a game over the Dodgers. Dodgers certainly caught up some ground this weekend. Wild cards of the Brewers and Cardinals, but in the hunt, Phillies, Dodgers, Diamondbacks. Watch out for all of those teams. Mets third baseman Todd Frazier admitted that he fooled the umpires this week after diving into the dugout for a foul ball while playing the Dodgers. When he couldn't find the ball he intended to catch, he ended up grabbing a rubber ball and just showed it to the ump who ruled it a catch and then threw out the batter, Alex Verdego. Uh, Frazier then tossed the rubber ball into the stands, trotted back to the field. 
got rid of the evidence. Frazier uh, claims that he didn't have this plan ahead of time, but afterwards was quoted saying, this is Hollywood. Sometimes you just have to act it out a bit. <clears throat> John Gibbons, he's on his way out as Blue Jays manager once the season ends. Yankees, they lose Clint Frazier for the season after concussion, and Reggie Jackson reportedly would be heartbroken if the A's end up leaving Oakland with the Warriors heading to San Fran, the Raiders going to L uh, LV, Las Vegas. It could be curtains for pro sports in Oakland if the Athletics don't come up with a new stadium deal. Their current one ends in 2024, but they got to get something in the works now because it takes more than a year to build a stadium. Like many pitchers before him, Shohei Otane will require Tommy John surgery, if he ever wants to pitch again. This is a long recovery process, and we'll likely not see him return until the 2019 season. Here's the weird part, though. Otani, as we know, is not your typical pitcher. He's currently batting over 280 with an on-base percentage of 367 and 18 home runs. Two of those home runs came the day after it was announced that he was recommended for surgery. So the guy can still play, just maybe not pitch for a while. Listen, point is, this kid can still hit. So even though he won't be on the mound, what's stopping him from swinging the bat after the surgery? Regardless, he's going to need a lot of rehab before we see him back with the Angels uh, in uniform, but maybe we won't have to wait as long as you think. He'll come back a little sooner, hit a couple of uh, home runs. All right, friends, listen, there's more baseball to come. I know this was a short one, um, <clears throat> but we need to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to be joined by the young gun, Jamie Grum. He's uh, going to tell us all about what he thinks about the catch-up rule in Major League Baseball. Keep with us. Sports, 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 sports. Sport. How many was that? Was that three? I don't know. We'll be right back. To the court with Archie Diakono. Three seconds at midcourt. Jenkins gives it to Jenkins for the championship. Is your shower too hot? Wish it a little bit cooler? Well, now you can make it that way with shower cubes. They're ice cubes for your shower. Okay, that's a pretty bad advertisement. You know what would work better here, though? Your own ad. Nick Drago here again, offering you a piece of the action right here on the Sports 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 Podcast. Best part is that it can be anything you want it to be. No, wait, that's not the best part. How could I forget the best part? The best part is I'm offering advertisement for free. That's free ad space. So if you have a product you want me to endorse, please email us at sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. It will not cost you a dime. I'll be waiting patiently at my computer. Here's the 0-1. This is going to be a tough play. Quiet. The Cubs. Alright, so last week I spoke about a radical change in baseball that would make the length of the games less. This being the catch-up rule and not the kind you put on your french fries. In, uh, in this rule, the team in the league has one less out each inning than the team that is behind. They applied the rule to over 100,000 games over the last 50 years and found some startling results, which I spoke about in last week's episode. I highly recommend you go back, have a listen if you're interested. My issue with this is that yet Yet again, we're finding another reason to reward losing. My other issue, though, was that when applied to most games, really has little to change. It does very little to change the outcome. It only reduces the number of runs the winning team ends up with. Let me say this. I don't think baseball is broken. I think the game is being played as it should be played. However, the way it's being played isn't drawing in new fans. 
and is losing some, and they're losing some of the even most diehard supporters. Now, I love baseball, but I'm going to be honest with you. I can't watch 162 games. It's too much. It's too, there's too much going on. Therefore, these games need something to spice it up, bring some fans in the seats once again if they want to keep making money. This is why I chose uh, our special guest for the day, the young gun, Jamie Grum. He, who, <clears throat> who, as many of my diehard fans will know, was not a fan of sports until this coming season, and then he jumped really hard into watching every single Phillies game he could. And then as time went on, he lost his will to watch every single game, as many of us do as the season drags on. So we're going to find out exactly why, ladies and gentlemen. Joining us via webcam is the young gun, Jamie Grum. Jamie, how the heck are you? I am pretty good. Yeah? I am tired. Though. You're tired. I know. It's the life of I'm the tired test. of baseball. Oh, he's tired of baseball. Jamie, tell us about the Phillies. This is your first year watching them, and now your last year watching them. Tell us why. Okay. Well, I don't. I don't want to say that it would be my last year. It's just that it just got so repetitive. And I, I, I gotta tell you, I'm gonna be honest. I haven't watched baseball for the last like two some months. Okay. I've tried to just put it on, have it on in the background, but I just can't do it. And a lot of it has to do with the fact that we're just seeing the same old plays okay. and the same, the same pictures going up and like I kind of get the strategy I understand it but it's like watching wrestling and they're just going to start hugging each other they're just going to start hugging each other okay yeah they're going to start hugging each other so one of the things that uh, pretty much my knowledge of wrestling <laughs> so one of the things we've been talking about on the show the last two weeks is this rule it's called the catch-up rule right so these two guys in NYU, they came up with this idea that if the team is, if your team is winning, instead of three mm -hmm. outs, you only get two outs. That way it allows the other team to try and catch up and make the games more entertaining. Do you think something like that would be more helpful? No. No. It's just going to drag okay. it out. That's okay. what it seems like to me. It's going to drag, it's going to drag it out. It's going to drag it out. Yeah. I mean, what are we doing? We're just going, it's like the you know, whole thing with, uh, I've worked really hard to get my A, but I'm not going to get the A. I'm going to get a B so someone else can get that one grade. Got it. Okay. So, so, so this is the same issue that I have with this thing is that you're rewarding the losers. It's the same thing that happens at the end of the season, right? The worst team in the league gets the best draft pick. So teams tank on purpose in order to get a good draft pick, rewarding the loser. So you're on the same camp as me then in that, you know, we shouldn't be just giving these teams, you know, one less out because they have the unfortunateness of losing. See, I would like to know the actual purpose of why they decided to do this. I mean, there has to be some sort of money involved. Well, in order so, for them so, to so the make some, some itself, sort of rule like this. So the rule itself is not – it's not an official rule or anything like that. These two guys at NYU came up with the idea for it, and so it's been circulating right. the internet. But it's not something that MLB has even talked about administering in any of their games. Oh, but what okay. They found so was, I would have been stupid. What they found was by doing the rule is that it would cut 24 minutes on average off of every game and games would be much closer in the end. So you'd have less chance of blowouts, which everybody knows a blowout can be pretty boring in itself. Does that make sense? So we're cutting down, cutting down the innings 
Are you are you saying that? Yeah, pretty much. <clears throat> it would make innings go. See, that's what I I thought it would actually make it seem like it'd be a longer game at first, and I was thinking maybe the idea was to make sure that they're selling a lot of stuff at ball game just to drag it out. Well, you know what? That's pretty interesting. I I don't think they really make all that much on uh, the merchandise, not as much as they do on tickets. You know, because you're never guaranteed that people walking into the stadium are going to buy stuff from you. You know, a lot of your a lot of the stuff you purchase is going to be sold online, um, is going to be sold in other stores. That's where they get most of their money from sales. But they do keep all the trinkets and whatnot in the stadium. So yeah. it definitely makes sense. Um, oh, man, I forgot what I was going to ask you next. Well, that's cool. I'm going to go get my son. Go get your son, Jamie. All right, well. Um, I'll have him on the show. We'll, get, oh, we'll go get him on the show. All right, let's bring him in here. We're going to get his opinion on this whole thing. Where is he? Okay. Where is that? Buddy, buddy, what, do you, what do you think about baseball? No <laughs> comments. No? Uh, <laughs> all right, so, Jamie, what would you – what would make baseball more entertaining for you? JJ. Hi, JJ. Ah, baseball. Baseball. Yes, hi. He is so scared right now. He's going to cry. <laughs> Look at his face. You know what it is? He's he's waiting for football. Oh, he's eagle. He's waiting for them eagles. He's waiting for the eagles. Like, we're already getting him a jersey and everything. And he wants it. Is he gonna wait for the game? But he's you see that face? He's done he's done with baseball. He's done with baseball. Jamie, what would you do to save he's baseball? What would I do to save baseball? Yeah, how do you save baseball? Hey, honestly, that's a that's a loaded question there. Is it, is it beyond um, saving? Is it what? Is it beyond saving? No, it's definitely not beyond saving. Honestly, okay. What, what does baseball have to do to bring a new fan like you to the games or, or to watch the games, to buy the merchandise? What do they have to do? <laughs> that is a, that's rough because, honestly, it's, you can't change the game itself. Um, I would maybe think to maybe not have that many games, though. So cut, the season cut down a little bit. Down, cut it down. I mean, that's Put what it down, that make it so that when we start actually. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, all right. What about like a wrestling jello match or something in the outfield? Or um, no. replace, no. replace some of the forces? No. No. Baseball should simply be about baseball. You don't want to add anything extra, but you don't want yourself to just get bored and stop going. I mean, near. The point when I stopped watching, you can tell a lot of those seats are getting emptier and emptier. So make it make it so that when a when a game is being played, it really does matter. I mean, I think the Phillies switched from being first and then going back to being like fourth or fifth, like ten times the amount of time that I started watching, and a lot of it was just because like the players are getting tired. They're playing the same team three days in a row yeah but at one point does it actually matter when you're watching or not that's fair that's a good sentiment yeah. 
Well, if you cut it down a little bit, I mean, there's more of a sense of urgency when you're playing these teams and like looking forward to Sunday for football. Mm-hmm. That's that's why I like it is got something to look forward to. Every game matters. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's not a bad idea. We'll have to send that to the higher ups then. <laughs> yeah, put my name on it. I guess I got some money out of it. The the Jamie rule. We must cut cut the season in in half, or maybe more. Uh, in half. More people will watch. I promise you. <laughs> and then the whole thing tanks. Bye bye baseball. Let's get some soccer in here. Let's get some soccer in here. Well, you don't live too far from the Philly Union in Westchester. I'll take a look. I'll go. Oh, Wait, it's in go. Westchester. Yeah, I know they they play in Westchester, but they're called the Philadelphia Union. So that they're like what? like forty minutes outside of Philly, maybe more. I know, but like even if you're an hour outside of Philly, you're always considered to be near Philly. I suppose that's fair. That's just like the the Pennsylvania rule. Like if you're in the east side of Pennsylvania. You're basically from Philadelphia. I feel like Anything I'm as close. on the west, and you're just a bumpkin. I feel like I'm as close to Philly as you can get, though, considering I actually live there. Yeah, you live in Philly now. <laughs> but, you know, I'm, I'm technically a Philadelphian, but you look outside my door and I have trees. <laughs> well, I have trees, too. I'm just not downtown. <laughs> we kind of see buildings, though. See, I can't see buildings oh, except fair. for the buildings across the street. Just some naked they, dude in your lawn, like just standing out there, there like, mm-hmm. oh, there's there's that Jamie boy and his boy mowing his lawn, which I have not done recently because it's too hot. It's too That's darn thing. hot. If it, if baseball was like cool, if it was cooler too, I'd maybe go to a game. So baseball in the winter time, got it. All right, so this is how we're gonna say baseball. <laughs> We're going to cut the games down to, like, 16 games a year. That's it, right? We play it in the wintertime. No, no, eight, eight in spring and then eight in fall. Eight in spring and eight in fall. Done. Nothing in the summer. <laughs> There's going to be a giant gap of no sports. No sports in the summertime. Done. <laughs> and most you do esports. Long. How about that? We need to put on esports on your show. That's a good call. You want to talk about esports on the show? I don't know anything about esports. Me neither. I, I like research. to play Skyrim and that fight count. dragon. Is there a tournament for like how many dragons you can kill? I have no idea. <laughs> Do some research. We're gonna have you on the show for esports, Jamie. For esports? Yep. Hi everybody, it's Jamie with esports. Today we're gonna talk about Spyro. What happens? Something. What happens when your plug gets unplugged? Oh man, the game is over. Or is it? Find out next time on Jamie Grum Esports. That's right. You'll have eight shows. (laughs) We'll do eight segments in the fall, eight in the spring, nothing in the summer, and uh, (laughs) what was the other suggestion? I don't remember. All right, Jamie. Thanks for joining us today. Enjoy your baby and him Thanks, I will. doing whatever he's doing. <laughs> Playing with his wagon and also a wire he's not supposed to have. Oh, I'm going to go play <laughs> with my wagon and ones I'm not supposed to have, too. Thanks for joining us, Jamie. Thank you.
Okay, looking at the NCAA, every team in the top 10 won today. No excitement there. Texas A&M, they had a great comeback with uh, coming within two points of beating Clemson. Final score, 28-26. Florida Gators, they lost to Kentucky, 27-17. Michigan State lost to Arizona State, 16-13. And Stanford, they dispatched of ranked rival USC. Okay, this week's Athlete of the Week, Miles Mikolas. This guy bounced around the league for years. Oh, I'm sorry. He's a baseball pitcher. He's a baseball player, pitcher, 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 player. Bounced around the league for years for making the jump to Japan. Now, everybody knows that the Japanese leagues pale in comparison to the U.S. leagues, but his 31-13 record and 2.18 ERA over the last three years with the Yamiuri Giants have made him attractive to the Cardinals. And I mean good-looking girl at the bar attractive. So, at 29 years old, Mikolas has made his second MLB debut, and thus far this season, he is 14-4, and four, basically the Cardinals' ace. Congrats on your success thus far, Mr. Mikolas. By the way, he was also at the All-Star Game this year. Uh, hopefully you bring more joy to the city of St. Louis, please, because they need it after the Rams left. All right, time for some mail. We have a letter coming in today from uh, Stephanie Jones out in Erie, Pennsylvania, who wants to know what I think of Serena Williams and whether or not she should have been penalized after her meltdown at the U.S. Open. Great question. First off, for the fans who didn't watch this match, 23-year-old Grand, the 23-time Grand Slam champ was playing Japanese-American phenom Naomi Osaka in the finals of the U.S. Open this past weekend. She was given multiple violations for chatting with her coach during the match, something I didn't realize wasn't even allowed. Now, Williams wasn't happy with the calls and chirped back to the chair umpire Carlos Ramos, quote, I'm telling you right now, I don't cheat to win, I'd rather lose, end quote. And lose she did. After just two sets, Osaka took the Grand Slam victory while Serena lost her mind. Look, we don't know for sure what she was doing, but she should have gracefully just taken the taken the warning. Instead, she continually instigated the umpire trying to get an apology, and as such, I think she did deserve the $17,000 fine that came her way. For the record, she wasn't penalized for cheating. She was billed $10,000 for verbal abuse, which she was instigating the guy, $4,000 for the warning, and $3,000 for breaking her racket. Listen... I think we can all learn a lesson here. We can't deny that she did any of those things. This is fake news. But most importantly, don't mess with a new mom. She just had a baby. Special thanks today go to my fiance, Johanna Albert. She is the content editor of this podcast and the designer of our logo. The music for their show is a song called Golden Sunrise by Josh Woodward. A link to his website can be found in the show notes. Thank you to the young gun, Jamie Grum, for being here with us today. And thank you to our social media warriors this week, including Lois Butler, who had her own comments on Colin Kaepernick telling us that we should just agree to disagree. Mary Kay Albert, Marianne Reverberry, and Vicki Townsend. Of course, my own mom, Lori Drago. Thanks for sharing your opinions on Facebook. Also, some new fans on our Facebook page include Amadou Pam, Paul, uh, Bull Mueller, Pierre, Lewis Cassius, Ty Jones, Edronic Deeds, uh, Dan Henson, Ryan F. McCarthy, Jose Alicia, uh, Carrie Campbell, Jaheen Jacobs, Nikki Fear. 
Furiola, Furiola, and my favorite, Sylvanus Wanden Marley. I apologize if I butchered any of your names. If you want a shout-out on the show, find us on social media. Just type in Sports 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 or at Sports3X Podcast into any search bar, and you'll know what to do. Comment, like, share. I'm totally wiped out. Please like, comment, share, email us, Twitter us, do the Mambo number four and the Mambo number five. Our email is Sports3XPodcast at gmail.com. Please don't make me say it again. All right, I'll say it again. It's sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. Next week, I'm going to do a whole series of backflips through a hoop of fire. No, probably not. I'm not doing any of those things. Folks, I am done for today. Please have a good night. Find us on all that social media stuff. And see ya.